Welcome, 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 everybody. Another episode of your show, your mama show, 442. We are back. My name is Christian. You can find me at Christian Putalias on everything and anything. Well, just Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and you can find the show at 442 on Instagram and 442 on Twitter. Welcome back and thank you guys for uh, coming back to another episode. And this one, yes, like the title says, I was on the radio. So, yes. Um, I don't know if you guys got to hear me. Well, I actually, I don't think, I think only one or two people got to hear me because those are the only two people that I told. But um, I'm, I was a little bit afraid, honestly, and uh, to let people know just because I was, you know, nervous and scared. But next time, if I ever get invited again to it, uh, I'm going to let you guys know. But yes, I was on the radio. You're probably thinking, wait, what? How, when did that happen? How did you do it? Well, let me tell you guys a story. Let's go uh, back in time. Hold on. Let me fix my hair because now that I have long hair, uh, I got to put it behind my ears because I'm a whole diva now. But, uh, okay, there we go. Sorry, burping. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we're good. So, uh, as you guys know, uh, shout out to my boys from Dynamo Theory. I'm part of the Dynamo Theory uh, space world or whatever you guys want to call it. Um, so we obviously are a group of writers, a group of uh, people, a group of talkers. We do have a podcast as well at Dynamo Theory, which this actually Cuatro Cuadros is part of that uh, podcasting network, the Dynamo Theory podca- podcasting network. And um, yeah, so being part of that, uh, obviously, I've been having a lot of chances and a lot of opportunities to talk to really cool people uh, around, you know, around the world. Well, I guess around the world. We would say, but around the United States, at least, and around um, the city of Houston, we got to. I got to meet a lot of people that have done great things for soccer and great things for for sports. Period. I guess we could say. But like, I've been able to talk to Eddie Robinson, literally a champion. Um, who else? Mike Chabala, another champion uh, with the Houston Dynamo. Uh, Glenn Davis, a freaking legend in soccer here in Houston. And then a couple of people that I really enjoyed talking to, you know, a lot of uh, a few local high school coaches here in the city. And then uh, Gabe from like in book and English podcast and, you know, just a few people that we have in mind and we have in the book. I mean, you can always go to the YouTube channel or you can oh YouTube channel. Yes. Go subscribe there at uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Cuadro as well there. But, yeah, I've been I've been fortunate enough to talk to a lot of people. And get to meet a lot of people, and, and obviously that brings a lot of opportunities, connections, stuff like that, right? And um, a while back, you know, with the Dynamo Theories, we had hit up uh, a actually a radio legend uh, in the Spanish, at least in the Spanish community for sure. Uh, I don't know about so much in the English community. I don't know if they know him that well, but in the Spanish community, he's a legend. A legend. Um, his name is Cesar Procel. He actually works for TUDN, which is like the you know, if you guys don't know, it's like the um, the sports uh, branch of Univision in a way. Um, and he was in a, syndi- in a nationally syndicated uh, morning show radio uh, called the show El Raul, El Show de Raul Brindis y Bebito. And he was one of the producers there. And a couple years back, if I'm not mistaken, he actually... Uh, not quit the job, but technically he did quit the job and started his own show, The Encanchados, which actually you can, if you live in Houston or if you don't, is 93.3 on the FN radio. And he does that Monday to Fridays from 10 in the morning to noon 
Uh, you can check him out there. He obviously is a Spanish show, so you can listen to that. But it's all about like sports in the city of Houston and obviously worldwide. And um, talking to him, I was able to interview him for Dynamo Theory. You know, we talked about you know the Dynamo. We talked about soccer in general here in the city of Houston. And uh, you know, when you get to talk to people for for an hour, you know, you get to know them. You get to kind of ask them about their stories. And and you guys know how I am. I I like to you know question people, uh, not question them, but ask them about their, you know, childhood, ask them about, you know, the love of the sport and stuff like that. Just kind of go to the root, you know, of, of where this love of soccer came from. And, um, and, you know, we, we spoke a lot about, you know, how the Hispanic community has, uh, has been a great, uh, como impulso, impulse into, you know, for the, for soccer to grow in the, obviously in, in Houston and not only, you know, Hispanic people, but, you know, just, and, in general, because there's a lot of Africans, uh, a lot of Nigerians, a lot of uh, people from Senegal, a lot of, I mean, shit, you can name them. Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, have a bunch of leagues here in Houston, a lot of Asian communities as well that have, like, their leagues. I know there's a lot of, like, Vietnamese, um, or at least I know for sure there's one Vietnamese league uh, in the south side of Houston, I believe. Um, but, you know, stuff like that, right? Uh, and then Cesar said we were talking about you know the everything like that and, and you know obviously we we ended the conversation in in and after the conversation you know we stayed talking a little bit longer and you know I, I I'm I'm very interested in in the whole radio and the whole you know world of uh sports uh broadcasting and stuff like that I, I'm sure you guys know by now if you listen to anything that I do right so I'm I'm really into that world and, and just kind of the the way things work the the whole talking about the sport breaking down things, uh, just talking sports on on you know over a microphone you know that that's one of the things that I love and it, and it intrigues me as a profession, and I hope one day to live off of it you know, you know shout out to all you people listening that can do that please hire me, um, but yeah. Uh, so we talked about, you know, maybe going to a show and, and being in guests and, you know, me, Rudy or Rodrigo, one of us, you know, being a guest on the show and, and stuff like that. Or and then, you know, I hit him with the question, you know, because I hit him and uh, I met the the other guy, the guy that does the play by play. He actually is the color commentator. So if you listen to uh, Glenn and Eddie, he's like the Eddie to Daniel Mejia, who happens to be like his Glenn Davis in a way, right? For the Spanish side, for uh, the Spanish side, for the Dynamo broadcast. And they obviously do it on the radio. They don't go on TV just yet because Teleexitos does that with uh, Alex Parra and i blanking on the other guy's name. But, you know, they do that on the radio. So I, I asked them, you know, I was like, hey, you know, what are the possibilities? What are the chances of one of these days, you know, me shadowing you guys and, and just kind of, you know, seeing how you guys work. I, I was really intrigued. Uh, I also have asked Eddie about it, you know, shout out to Eddie, not Eddie, Glenn Davis, uh, you know, left me unread, but, you know, nobody's listening, <laughs> but, you know, shout out to Glenn, he's a really great, great guy, and, uh, you know, hopefully one of the one of these days the opportunity will come through as well, but, you know, no pressure, no pressure, but, uh, you know, so last weekend, um, this past weekend, I guess, SKC, um, when I... I went to bed Friday night and, you know, obviously the season is coming to an end and, you know, there's only three more games left in the season. Well, at that point in time, there was only three games. So SKC, 
game, the New England Revolution game, and then the the last game of the season against LA Galaxy. So in my mind, going to bed that night, the the Friday before the game against um, SKC, I had it in my mind, and I was like, you know what, Nick, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to send a message to Cesar, and I'm going to ask him if, you know, if I can swing by and just kind of, you know, chill in the in their booth and, and you know, see what's up with the broadcast, you know? And so, you know, that happened. I went to sleep, woke up the next day, went to work, and, you know, I was thinking about what I was going to ask him, you know, I was like, I'm going to wait till after lunch. Uh, I don't want to be too pushy and, you know, text them early in the morning. I'm going to wait for, you know, after lunch. It's a late game, 7.30 game. So, obviously, there's enough time for him to, like, you know, make calls if he had to and just be like, you know, can, you know, this kid come over here and, and you know, chill with us or whatever maybe right? So, I was waiting for, for noon to come around and send him a message. And I happen to, you know, obviously have my phone in my pocket and I get a notification that uh, he, I guess... He or I don't even can't remember if it was his personal page or or the show's page uh, started following me on Instagram and I was like, what's going on? Like this is literally a sign from heaven, you know, kind of like saying you have to ask him, right? Um, and it was the craziest thing. Like, dude, like if you could have seen my face when I got that notification and I saw it, and I was like, bro, like. I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I do believe in God. I I am a Christian, and I'm a Christian Christian. Hey, but uh, you know, I was like, you know, if this is not a sign from from the Lord, baby Jesus Christ, I don't know what is, right? And and funny enough, as soon as you know he does that, I I hit him up with a hey, how's it going? You know, long time no no see or whatever, right? And and he responded back. I was like, what? You know, I was because like, I. You have to remember, I've been listening to this guy on the radio since I was like 13, 14 years old, you know, whenever. Because my, 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 like my dad, my uncles, you know, if you lit, like, if you have anybody in your family, if you're Hispanic, uh, mostly, and they ever worked, you know, like construction or, you know, just type, some type of labor where you happen to have a radio or like you have to be in a car on a morning, on a weekday morning. Nine times out of ten, those people are going to have, you know, this show on the radio on. And he was a vital, you know, important piece of the show. He was one of the one of the main characters, you know, per se, of the show. And and it was cool because, you know, you you start, you don't, I don't know if idolizing is the correct word. But, you know, you see them as famous people, you know, quote unquote. To you, they're, you know, not unreachable, but, you know, they're famous. You know, they're they're known to a lot of people. Obviously, being a syndicated show on the na- you know national level uh, has a, a whole like different you know level to it you know and he was part of those guys that <clears throat> that you know he had a name to to his career you know he had a career uh, he's been on that show forever that show has been on the radio for like thirty years I believe so you know it's it's crazy because now I'm like first name basis with this dude you know and and it's crazy because these are like you know kind of like your idols in a way you know now especially since i'm trying to get into the whole world of like broadcasting and and radio and podcasting and and the whole you know uh media side of things you know people like this is like people that you're like whoa like they made it like this is their job their job is to literally talk on a microphone and get paid professionally and you're like 
I wish to do that one day again. And so they become like your idols. You know, you, at one point in time, you know, Riquelme and, you know, Carlos Tevez were my idols because I wanted to be a soccer player. But now when I look into what I want to do with my life in the future, um, you know, my idols are Eddie Robinson, Glenn Davis, you know, Alex Parra, uh, Cesar, Daniel Mejia, like people that do this, you know, obviously in the local level, but then you can, you know, go into the to the international levels and, you know, look at these great broadcasters and commentators and, you know, literally all the commentators, are like the dudes are like that are on FIFA and, and, you know, stuff like that, right? So going back to the conversation, I know I deviate a lot, but it's a cool story, right? So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, da-da-da, like, <laughs> I hate you doing that, but I did it. But how's it going? You know, how are you? Whatever, and you know, he hits me back with like, "Hey, you coming to the game tonight? You going to the game tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll be there." You know, I usually go, uh, I usually go. Well, I try to go to most of uh, the home games. You know, uh, whenever my wife lets me. Well, not when she lets me, but you know, we do have four kids, so you know, I I hate to leave her alone with all the kids. You know, because they're all little and stuff. So, you know, I try to be a good dad, a good husband too, right? Because the life is not all about soccer and party. You know. Sometimes about family too. So, you know, when I when I coordinate with my wife and she's like, you know, you're good to go, bro. Uh, I go right. So I I told him I was like, oh yeah yeah. Like I had arranged with my wife already that I was gonna go, and you know everything was on the plans and on the calendars. You know, as long as I put it on the calendar, you know, she knows what's going on on the family calendar. And um, so I told him, and he was like, oh you you coming uh you coming alone or you coming with the family? I was like. Bro, my family never comes. My wife, well, honestly, it's not that my wife hates soccer. She doesn't like soccer on TV, but she loves it in person. But when I go, obviously, I, I only go by myself because then, you know, I go there as, you know, to quote unquote work, right? Uh, to do this job. And, you know, and I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go alone. And, and I usually meet up with, with the boys over there. You know, it's the Dynamo Theory boys. Uh, you know, um, Rudy, uh, Dustin. Um, Billy and uh, what's his face? Uh, man, I'm blanking up. Oh, Manny, I'm blanking on Manny. Sorry, Manny. But uh, yeah, so I usually, you know, kind of get to see those boys over there, and we kind of hang out over there, and we talk and we chit chat or whatever, maybe, right? So he was like, "Hey, you know, swing by uh, today if you can, if you're available, and you can join us in the pre-match show." I was like, "What?" Right? So. I blushed instantly, you know, in my head, in my mind, and I was like, yes, dude, like, I'll be there, dude, like, I'll, I'll be there, you know, as soon as I can, I'll be there, right, so super excited, but also at the same time nervous, because I'm going to be on the radio, it's like the craziest thing ever, you know, it's one of those things that you have on, on your bucket list, one of the things, one of those things that, you know, you kind of, you know, because I've been, I, I guess I, I've been on the radio before, but not really, you know, because like, Glenn Davis, she, he, she, she, he, he does the shows on the radio, the, you know, Soccer Matters, and, you know, you can call in, um, so I've been, I guess, technically on the radio, but I've never been invited to be on the radio, you know, uh, so I was actually going to be, like I told, I think I told one of my friends, you know, I was actually going to be one of the talents, you know, in the radio, you know, I guess that's what they they call one of the one of the talentos in the show. So I go in. Uh, I actually got to the stadium at the same time as Cesar and Daniel Mejia. 
uh, to the door, and I was like super nervous, you know, say hi to them, say everything. They they kind of walked in front of me. Um, I do my routine. I walk in. I, I go take a piss, you know, because that's I always do that. And thank God I took a piss, honestly, because I I went there. I went to their booth for the pre-match show, and the pre-match starts 30 minutes before the game, so it started at seven. And it was like one of the funnest things ever, man. Like putting on a set of head, uh, you know, a, a headphones, and you know, with the microphone, and and just knowing, dude, like there's people listening to your to your voice, and you are able to like communicate to them, you know, especially on the radio because obviously it's all audio, nothing visual. And and when you are transmitting or broadcasting a a, a sports event event because it has a V not a B uh, sports event um, you are you know you are the eyes to you know of these people you are the one that has to bring the whole picture to them and make it entertaining to them make it uh, make it worthwhile you know for them to keep listening to you and and we all know that you know. When it comes to these things, everything's about ratings. Everything's about you know listens, clicks, plays, you know, and all and all that uh, stuff. So I was nervous, but I also knew that you know I had to put my best foot forward and I had to do a great job and and just kind of be the eyes of the, the of the listeners, you know. And and to be honest with you guys, I speak Spanish. I think my Spanish is great, but you know, like everything, when you get nervous, you're like, oh, what do I say? You know, especially being in an all Spanish show, and you're like, man, hopefully. You know, I, I curse here and there. Uh, so I was like, maybe hope I can't sl- not slip up. Like, m- no curse words. No, nothing stupid. You know, try to keep it, you know, PG. Try to keep it professional. Try to keep it, you know, great and, and well. And and I did. You know, the, the whole pre-match went great. And, and it was awesome. And so the game starts, right? And I'm, I'm still wearing my headphones. And I'm like, damn, like. I did it, right? Like, I was on the radio. This is amazing. This is awesome. I was part of an actual show, a live show on the radio. And, you know, bucket list, you know, for real. Check it off the bucket list, you know? And and the whole show starts. And, and Cesar looks back at me. He's like, hey, bro, like, if you got to go, you know, you're, you're good to go, man. Like, you know, don't don't feel obligated to stay, you know, for for the, for the, the remainder, remainder of the game. And... And I looked at him, I was like, bro, like, honestly, if if it's okay with you and and, and with Daniel, Daniel, uh, I was like, I would love to stay and just kind of watch you guys work, you know, like, just to see how you guys, you know, the exchanges and, and you know, what the flow of the game is. Because obviously, you know, when, you, when you're on the, like, live radio, there's, you know, commercials, there's, uh, you know, a sponsorships read that you have to do. There, there's a lot of things that go on, you know, it's not just like... You know, it's not like podcasting and you just sit down and, and talk. I mean, we, we do other things, right? We, whenever you have to, like, upload and, and trim and da-da-da. I don't, honestly, I don't do any of that. I, I don't edit any of my stuff. One of them because I'm not technology savvy and two of them because, you know, it's just time consuming. And honestly, everything that I do, it, it you know, I like to keep it raw, you know, and then just kind of go from there. Uh, you know, once I, I, I'm a millionaire, I'll probably hire a producer so, <laughs> so they can kind of go through my stuff and kind of clip it or whatever it may be, right? But as of, as of now, I think this has working, this has been working just fine. So I'm just going to leave it as is, right? But, you know, he has to keep it professional and then especially, you know, 
you know, sponsorships, you know, you have to say the right things, you, you know, there's contracts, there's money involved, you know, you're on a nationally televised, you know, radio, not, not nationally televised, but nationally syndicated radio, um, and, and you're being, like you are, they are hired by the Houston Dynamo to do this. So, you know, it's not like you're working, well, it's not like you're working for yourself. You're literally working for the Houston Dynamo. You're working for Dudene. You're working for Univision. You're working for like a giant, you know, company. And obviously you want to keep your job. You want, you know, you want your paychecks. So you don't want to have like, you want everything to go great as well. Because, you know, if you, if you like your job, if you like what you do, you know, you want to play the best thing, the best product out there, you know. So, I appreciate, you know, Cesar taking the risk on me, but, and, you know, because he doesn't know me, right? Like, well, I mean, he knows me briefly, but he doesn't know if I was going to slip up. He doesn't know what I'm going to say. He doesn't know if I'm going to be dumb, stupid, or just a bad, you know, person on the radio, you know, because not, not everybody's built for this, you know, not every, well, for this, not everybody's built to, to talk on a microphone or to communicate to people or whatever it may be, you know? And, and to be honest, I still have a lot to learn because I'm, I mean, you, how many times have I said like on this podcast, you know, like, and cause, and how many times I paused, you know, and some of the things that I'm trying to change and just kind of keep my flow going and, and stuff like that. Right. Uh, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better at the whole communicating part of it. So Cesar tells me it's cool if you want to go, you know, and if you want to stay, it's fine. You know, you're, you're not a bother to me. And I was like, bro, like, honestly, can I just, like, sit here and just kind of watch you guys? And he was like, yeah, man, like, you're good. You're more than welcome to, to stay. And he was like, you know what? You can join us on the goddamn broadcast. Well, he didn't say goddamn. But he said, you can join us on the broadcast. Like, you can be part of this. And I looked at him and I was like, bro, like, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> like, literally, I you know, because we were live on the radio. The game had just started. And I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, you know, I don't want to mess anything up. I don't, you know, I don't want you to get in trouble for, you know, having me on the show or whatever. Maybe, I mean, I don't know how it works, right? I don't know how the politics are. And he was like, dude, he's like, I'm the content manager. I'm in charge. You stay, you know, you basically, you know, everything that I say goes type thing. You know, he's being nice about it, but that's kind of what he said, right? But he said it in a nice way, in a polite way or, or you know, uh, whatever way you you want to say politically correct way right so i was like all right bet man like let's do this you know what i mean and yeah man it was it was so fun i mean we (laughs) so like i said i'm glad i took a piss before because i did the pre i did the pre-match show i did the actual game which is you know 90 minutes and then we did the post game show which is 30 minutes after so like I was there for two and a half hours, almost three hours, you know, sitting there talking to them, you know, being communicative and just kind of bringing my, you know, quote unquote analysis to the game, uh, putting my two greens, you know, of of work. And and it was like the funnest thing that I've ever done in a while, honestly. I I mean, I love calling games. I think that's one of my uh, one of my strengths, you know, just doing the whole play by play stuff. Um, the whole commentary and analysis of it, you know, it's a whole different ball game because, you know, you have to be on your toes, you know, whenever the play by play guy, you know, he wants to take a sip of water and and you got to be ready because he's going to hit it to you. And you have, you know, you have to have something productive and constructive to say into this broadcast because, you know, people want to know, they don't want to know, 
you know, just some random stuff. They want you to know, you know, specifics about the game. They want to know, you know, um, numbers, statistics, whatever it may be, you know. So it was it was a tough job, honestly, because you're doing everything, you know, right there and then. And, and obviously the, the not pressure, but oh, I mean, it was my first time. So I felt some pressure. Right. But to them, you know, obviously they, it, it was it's pretty easy or it seemed easier, you know, because they've been doing that for years now. I mean, Daniel Mejia, he said he's been doing play-by-play for the Dynamo since the first game of the Dynamo in Roberson Stadium. So the dude has been with the club 15, 16 years. You know, every single match, every single season, he's been around. So obviously, he's a veteran at it. You know, he 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 can do that in his sleep, right? And Cesar, too. I mean, he's been doing that for, for years now. So it was a great experience. It was amazing. Uh, actually, I got invited to. Well, I so the, on Tuesday there was another match. The Dynamo played uh, D, uh, not DC United, New England Revolution, and you know, and and I was super grateful. Honestly, I was super grateful to them. And, and so at halftime, uh, they you know they they're still on the air at halftime, right? Because they they do like the the halftime show, <laughs> so they're they're literally there like for for long ass time. So at halftime, I knew that they were gonna be doing the pre pre game show, but there's also commercials, so that, you know they get to like you know drink a cup of water or like kind of gather the thoughts for a little bit here and there. So I was like, I'm just gonna go in the pre game on um, halftime show and and you know say what's up, say hi, you know be appreciative of what they've done, you know f- for me honestly, right. So, I you know halftime I, I go um, and I go at you know I, I kind of knock on the door a little bit and, and I go in and I say hey you know I just wanted to say what's up you know and thank you guys you know again for you know so much for for inviting me last game you know I really appreciate it or whatever and and you know Cesar is like you want to stay and I was like well, uh, 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 I was like bro like and and I was like I'll come. You know, I'll do the post match with you because you know I was afraid to say yes, and probably stupid of me. I should have I should have said yes, honestly. Uh, But I I didn't had you know I left all my stuff in the other room and where we usually are. I mean, it's not that I needed my laptop or whatever I had over there, but you know I I I didn't want to mess up their flow, especially you know from the first half that it was just them two, and then the second half just kind of coming in out of the blue. But I think it worked out better because when I went, you know, I told him I was like, "Oh, I'll come back for for post for post match." And when I went for post match, uh, there was a third person in there, and it happens to be I forgot the name of the of the gentleman, but he is actually the the coach that discovered Achiache. Isn't that crazy? Like how small the world is. I got to meet the guy. That literally took Achacha from his town because I think he's from like a small town, and he took him to I think it's Puebla or Pachuca, one of those giant teams in, in Mexico, and he took him over there to you know put him you know through the whole system and you know for him to become whoever you know who he is now, literally one of the biggest uh, Mexican stars and in, in, you know in global soccer. So it, it's amazing. I got to meet him. I got to. I got to do another post game show. Uh, it was a great experience overall, man. I re- I'm really appreciative of what Cesar has done. Uh, you know, for me, literally in the past week, it hasn't even been a week, man. 
and it's been great, man. He's he's a, he's a dude. He's a class dude. And um, Daniel too, you know the, the guy that does the play by play. So if you guys ever wanna, you know, hear the the game in Spanish, or if you guys are interested in that, you know, listen ninety three point three on any game day that you please. You know, Cesar Procel and Daniel Mejia are going to be there on the call. Uh, but other than that, man, I I just wanted to share this story. I know it, maybe there wasn't a lot of soccer involved in this conversation, but I am planning on doing some kind of like kits breakdown for the next few episodes for the world cup so kind of going each uh group by group in the world cup and, and talking about their kits hopefully uh adding some some type of video component to it uh you know i'm still gonna work on those things but if not for sure for sure it's gonna it's gonna go in audio for sure for sure so uh you know we're in the planning phase of that i'm getting everything ready and then hopefully in the next few weeks Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna go game uh, group by group and we're gonna break down kits and we're gonna look at you know the pretty the pretty jerseys and, and the pretty colors and stuff like that but once again man i really appreciate you guys uh tuning in and joining me in what has been you know a wild ride when it comes to podcasting and just kind of growing and this broadcasting thing um i'm I, i'm very hopeful in what the future holds for me and the, and the whole cuatro cuatro dos brand and family And, and yeah, man, I mean, thank you so much. I mean, the support that you guys, you know, just listening to <laughs> to me it is actually, you know, means a lot. So I appreciate all the messages too, man, on Instagram and Twitter that you guys send me, you know, kind of checking up on me here and there. Uh, I really appreciate all that. Uh, it means a lot, like I said. But yeah, you can find the show at Cuatro Cuatro Dos on Instagram, Cuatro Dos on Twitter. I'm trying to be more active on those. I know it's kind of hard. Uh, and then you can find me, my personal, at Chris Putalias on Twitter and Instagram as well. So without further ado, once again, shout out to Cesar Brosel, Tuden Radio, Daniel Mejia, Encanchados on 93.3. Uh, don't forget, Monday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 12. And yeah, man, I really appreciate everybody and what everybody has been doing for me. And don't forget, like we say in the other podcasts, don't forget... To hold it down and keep it forever orange. Good night or good day, good morning or good afternoon. Y'all have a good one. Thank you guys.